never put off to tomorrow what you can do today. So one sin that we have to watch in our spiritual life is procrastination, which falls under the seventh capital sin of sloth. You ever hear of sloth? You ever, you ever know the animal, the sloth? The sloth only moves like, you know, one minute a day or whatever, is hanging up on a tree and just is barely moving. You know, that's where we get the term sloth, laziness, that, that we don't do enough for the kingdom of God. So there's, there's, we always need to challenge ourselves to do better. It's like I was just watching the, the NHL, the Stanley Cup, last night, and the Colorado Avalanche and the Tampa Bay Lightning, and Colorado Avalanche won the Stanley Cup. And for Colorado to win that Stanley Cup, and it took them years to win the Stanley Cup, they were always a good team, but they had to keep challenging themselves. They, they, they had to keep going beyond what they knew that they were capable of doing and, and, and do it a little bit better, perfect it a little bit more. See, in, in the spiritual life, that's the way we have to be, is we can never be satisfied with where we're at. We always have to say, I can do a little bit better. I can pray a little bit more. I can fast a little bit more. I can do a little bit more sacrifice. I can be more kind. I can be more forgiving. I can be more merciful. We always need to challenge ourselves to always go forward. In the spiritual life, you're either going forward or you're going backward. You can't go either way. Either you're going forward, and when I say going forward, it's actually like this. Because you're climbing a mountain, and the top is heaven. If you're sliding backwards, you aren't going to heaven. You're going the opposite way. So you can only go two ways. Either climb up the mountain or slide down mountain. And so we always need to challenge ourselves. As I'm a hiker, I've been doing some hiking uh, this summer. And so with hiking, you always need to challenge yourself to always go beyond. Even if you're feeling aches and pains and you're sweating and it's hot out, you always need to challenge your body, challenge yourself to go beyond. And, and you can't worry about bugs that are attacking you because they will attack you. Those are the demons. The bugs of life will attack you. The flies will attack you. The mosquitoes will attack you. You'll have all these things. It'll be, you'll be messy. You'll have mud all over you. You'll be dirty trying to do it. But keep striving. As long as you're taking one step forward or say like two steps forward, and even if you take a step backwards, you fall into sin, as long as you're taking two steps forward, you're still going forward. You're still going in the right direction. And that's where we need to overcome ourselves. Ourselves sometimes is the biggest obstacle in the spiritual life. Believing in ourselves, believing in Christ, having confidence and saying, I can do this. I can overcome this sin with the grace of Christ. I can be a better person. I can pray more. You know, I can do works of charity for other people. 
I can do better in my spiritual life. And to always, always challenge yourself, but always challenge yourself gently with great gentleness and mercy. Because sometimes, sometimes we're too harsh on ourselves. We raise the bar like this, and we're not there. We're not ready for it. To some people, maybe you're not ready to pray a full rosary because maybe you've just started on your conversion. You're like, boy, a full rosary, it's too much. I always tell people, pray a decade. You say, Father, a decade is too much. Okay, pray in our Father, a Hail Mary, a glory be. Just, just pray it one time until you get it. And then add another one and pray two. And add another one and pray three. And you can, see, you can always keep on adding to your prayers. But start out small. Start out little. Don't set the bar too high for yourself because maybe you're not, you're not there in your spiritual life. But don't look back when you start it. Don't look back. Don't look, sometimes we look back too much on our past life. When I say our past life, like we've had a reversion of our faith. And we look back at our sins. And we keep going back to them and where we've confessed them. I always give the, this example. That confession is like taking out the garbage. And once you've, once you've um, released the garbage, that smelly garbage that you want out of your house, and you get rid of it, and you throw it in the trash can. And then you go back inside, and that garbage does not smell. You feel like a weight's been lifted off. Then why go back to the garbage? Some people go back, and they want to pick at the garbage again. Don't pick at the garbage. It's gone. It's in the mercy of God. Mercy of God has wiped it clean. It's gone. It's over. It's been confessed. So don't go back to that garbage. You released it. And if you, if you say, well, I had so many sins and everything, I want to make atonement for those sins. Well, don't worry. God will give you suffering. Don't worry about that. There's enough suffering in modern culture. Just try to preach the gospel out there. You'll suffer. You'll be persecuted. You'll be contradicted. Just try to live the gospel out there. These suffering will come our way. That can be an atonement. Whatever suffering that God gives us can be an atonement. But don't go back to your sins. You release your sins. Don't go backwards. Go forward. And always say, what can I do today for someone? And this gospel, where one of his disciples says, Lord, let me go first and bury my father. But Jesus said to him, follow me and let the dead bury their dead. Doesn't that seem strange? Doesn't it seem strange? Now, burying the dead was an act of mercy. It's, it's one of the corporal works of mercy, to bury the dead. You know what I think here? Many of us think that this person's father had just died and he wanted to bury his father. Many of us think that, but maybe it's not that way. Maybe that this disciple was saying, Lord, when my father dies, then I will follow you. 
but I want to stay here with my father to take care of my father and wait until he dies, and then I will follow you. And basically, Jesus is saying, if you're going to wait that long, you're never going to do it. You'll never follow me. Think of all the excuses we make in life. Okay, I, I, yeah, I, I'll get to it. I'll pray that prayer. No, you won't. No, you won't. You won't do it. I'll do it. You, ever, you ever have someone say to you, okay, uh, one day we'll get together. You're not getting together. It doesn't work that way. You have to say, on Thursday night at 8 p.m., we will get together and go to a restaurant. That's the way you do it. You have to set specific day, specific time and location of when you want to do something. This is why I give advice to people that want to develop a prayer life as a spiritual director. The way that you develop a prayer life, not just prayer. So some people are scattered in their prayer. They pray, say they pray before meals, or they pray in Our Father every now and then, or they pray this, they pray at chapel every now and then. But their prayer life is all over the place. And they don't know how to get structure in their prayer life. I always give people this advice. Two things that you need. First, you need time every day, right? the same time every day. Second, you need location. Two things, to develop a prayer life. If you want to develop a prayer life, time and location. Find your time. When's the time that you want to pray? Is it the morning? Is it the nighttime? Is it the evening? Is it midday? Is it as you're going to work and from work? Those are great times to pray. Those are really great times to pray. Whether you're traveling in your car or whether you're taking public transportation, those are great times to pray because God will give you time, especially if you get caught in traffic. I think of some of the worst traffic in the United States I've been in, Los Angeles. Worst traffic. Worst, it just does not move. And everyone has these beautiful cars in LA. It just does not move. You're just, you're just stuck there. And those are great times to pray. Those are great times to pray for other people that are stuck in that traffic. Maybe they're having a bad day or a rough day. You can pray to and from work. So find your time to pray. But do it every day. And then find your prayer to pray, the chapel of divine mercy, the rosary, powerful prayers to pray. If you want to go deeper, the Bible, but you can't do that in traffic. You can't do it. So some of these you can't do in traffic. Find your location then. Is your location your bedroom? Is it a corner in the house? I know that many Latinos will set up a like, prayer corner with our Lady Guadalupe there and a kneeler and they'll decorate it with flowers. And so if you have trouble, you go into the prayer, you know, the prayer kneeler, and you pray. Beautiful tradition, if you want to set that up. I know some, some families have an actual prayer room in their house that they develop. If this room is just for prayer, you could do that. I used to pray all the time. I used to take my dog out for a walk. The dog would love it, and I would pray my rosary. 
So you can be creative. You can take the dog out for a walk. Dog has to go out for a walk. Dog has to do his thing every day. And so you have the leash in one hand and your rosary in the other. And the dog will pray with you as you're praying. And that's a creative way of praying. You're, get, you're getting a walk. You're getting exercise. Taking the dog out for a walk. But you're praying at the same time. Some people need to be in a church or a chapel, adoration chapel, to pray. There's many ways, many locations. Find it. Because prayer is the key to life. When you pray, prayer transforms you. And that's the way that you can transform your world is when you allow God to transform you. You can't transform the world unless you allow God to first transform you. It's only when you allow the Holy Spirit to transform you. Then you can begin to transform the world. You have to start with the basics. You have to start with the basics. And we get that, that virtue, those gifts, that grace from God, then to do good things in the world. So never procrastinate prayer. If there's one thing you should not procrastinate, do not procrastinate prayer. Prayer is essential to our spiritual life. Prayer can transform everything. Then, after we pray, then follow the inspirations of the Holy Spirit. What does the Holy Spirit want you to do in your life? What good thing? Is there a work of charity? Is there a work of mercy? Maybe in your work, maybe to invite someone to come to church. Do you know that there's a lot of people that never come to church? And you know what they say? No one ever invited me. They say, no one ever invited me to church. That's why I do not go. I do not feel welcomed. Why not do that? When I have every single person in the pew were to invite one person to come to Sunday Mass with them, imagine how our parishes would be transformed. And if they say no, they say no, you pray for them. And you know what you do? Invite them the next week. And if they say no, you know what you do? Invite them the next week and pray for them. And if they say no again, you know what you do? You pray for them, invite them the next week. Keep inviting them. Don't stop, be persistent. Be persistent. So the, there's many things that we can do in life but don't put it off. Don't put off prayer. Don't put off good works. Works of mercy. You only have today. You don't know if you will be here tomorrow. There is no guarantee. There is absolutely no guarantee that any of us, including myself, will be here tomorrow. There is no guarantee. That's why we have to do what we can do today. And I'm not saying do everything. You can't do everything. You only have 24 hours in a day. You have to sleep. You have to eat. You have to do other, other things. But do just little things for God. Even if they're small things, do little things for God. And if all you can do is pray, maybe because you're infirm or you're sick, then just do that. 
Just pray for someone today. That's a good work of charity and mercy for someone. Don't procrastinate in the spiritual life. Do what you can today so that God can reward you tomorrow. And always be ready. Always treat this day as if it were the last day of your life. Always be ready for the Lord to take you so that when he comes into your life, he will find you watching, waiting, praying, doing good works so that he can take you into the kingdom of God. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign-up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.